Hi, this is Gary and welcome to EV Musings Redux for episode 46. This is where we publish those things we couldn't or didn't put into the main podcast, including a few behind-the-scenes tidbits you might find interesting. This week's episode was a bit of a panic, to be honest. I had originally planned to speak to Theo Priestley, who is a futurist about EV tech, renewables and the future of big oil. Unfortunately, due to timing issues and conflicting work, we were unable to have that interview this week. Uh, hopefully that will come in next week. And that meant I had to rejig which episode I wanted to release. We've said numerous times on this show that the best way to get people into an EV is to physically get people into an EV. The EV groups and the meets that they organise are the best way for this to happen. The example of Gary Wales, which is mentioned in the episode, is just one instance where this has occurred. I've wanted to produce something about the EV groups for a while, and when talking EV groups, there was no one better to talk to than Neil Roberts. We've had Neil on the show a couple of times before, and as a driving force of the EV Nexus, he was able to provide some much-needed perspective and input into the setup of the groups and the Nexus itself. I sent him a few questions over email, and uh, he was able to send through the audio replies himself without needing either of us to physically interact via Zoom or Skype or whatever. So attached below is the full audio file that he supplied. Remember, this is a self-interview where he's answering written questions, so try and work out what the question was that he was addressing for each section. Well, to be completely honest, when I first started the first group, I didn't really give it a great deal of forethought. In my opinion, I wanted to meet local people who drove electric cars. I wanted to start a mini community. I wasn't thinking it was going to get any anywhere near as big as it actually did in the end. I was thinking maybe 20, 25 people. And if we had meetups, it maybe three or four would, would turn up and we'd have a chat over coffee. I didn't really think it was going to go any any bigger than that. I think that the move to electric cars for a lot of people is quite daunting, uh, especially if you don't have friends or family who already have an electric car. So these local communities are a massive, massive help just to give people the courage to be able to take that step, because it is a it is a it's a scary thing to do. You're you're essentially going into something completely unknown to you or perhaps the people you directly know, perhaps your friends and family. Um, you're the only person who's got an electric car. We all know people who, who are experienced in driving electric cars, I would say probably tend to forget what it's like taking that initial step. It's easy to to forget how it felt at that point and, and it is scary so the clubs exist for that reason it's to encourage local people to step out of their comfort zone and make a life change yeah there are still quite a few places which don't have um, local communities some of those places are are covered by the the larger regional communities so for instance you've got the southwest ev owners group which um, covers cornwall all the way over to um, hampshire uh, then you've got the northwest ev owners group uh, which covers that area and you've got the northeast 
EV Owners Group, which covers that area. Uh, you've also got national groups, obviously, which cover the, the entire nation. Uh, of the local regional groups, we've got probably in the region of around 20 different uh, county groups now set up. Um, there are still a good number to go. And I I could just give you a great big list of, of counties which aren't covered, but that wouldn't necessarily be particularly helpful. Have a look in your local area if there is a club that you can join and if there isn't one. Think about starting it yourself. There'll be loads of people available to support you in that. And it's very, very rewarding. Yeah, this, this somewhat goes back to one of my earlier points, actually. So one of the key reasons that a, a person, a member of the general public, uh, would want to join one of these clubs is, one, to find a community where they can ask questions. Um, anybody, when getting into a new technology is going to have questions. They're going to have things that they don't understand, things that they don't know how to do, what cable goes with what, what apps you need for, for this, that and the other. Um, and the, the clubs are a great resource for that. There's loads of people in these clubs who who are experienced, loads of people who are new, loads of, loads of people who live geographically not terribly far from each other. So having the opportunity to to then meet up with these people, that it it loses the impersonality that you can get with Facebook groups. It becomes personal. It becomes it becomes something more because the the people that you chat to in the club are the same people you meet for coffee and cake at a meetup, and the whole thing comes to life. Uh, I think it's. I think these meetups are a great opportunity to bring um, people who don't currently have an electric car. Um, certainly, the Sussex EVs meetups, uh, all of the meetups that that, I, that I've been to with any of the clubs in in the Nexus, um, any visitors are, are very very welcome, and you will always find people happy to talk about their experience of driving electric, be it good, bad, or indifferent. They will happily talk about about the car they drive, warts and all, and it's an it's an experience that you won't get in a commercial environment. You won't get that kind of response. You won't get that kind of interaction from a from a car dealer, because in the end of the day, they're trying to sell you something. These clubs are not selling anything, with the possible exception of the odd T-shirt or sticker, and so. People are free to say what they what they actually think, and by and large, I would say almost everybody that I've met has been incredibly positive and incredibly friendly. It's a lovely community. It's a really nice place to be, and I think that's really the the two main reasons why people should join these communities, even if they don't want to be particularly active in a Facebook group. Perhaps they'd be happy to go along to a meetup every couple of months. It's a, the, the opp opportunity is there and it's, it's definitely worth taking. Oh, how will the Nexus influence public opinion? Well, there's a, there's a few, few ways of looking at this. Uh, one of the ways of looking is I actually really look forward to the day when electric vehicle clubs and communities are no longer required, where it's 
commonplace for people to to drive electric where it would be the unusual situation for someone to buy a petrol car uh, i believe diesel will disappear quite a bit before petrol but petrol will almost definitely still be around for a, for a little while yet but it will become much much smaller so how will the nexus continue to influence i think the nexus will will evolve i think the the clubs will will change they'll become much more enthusiasts clubs rather than a friendly at the moment they're a friendly place where you can bring people who've never experienced it before what they will probably become is something akin to a a community like like for instance the classic vw air called community or, or something like that en enthusiasts who have a particular common interest perhaps it will veer slightly more into customizations uh old petrol or diesel cars which have been converted into into electric that that might be the direction it goes into one day a, the clubs won't be required in their current form and i look forward to that day because it means that we've won it was quite funny how the nexus first came about um, it was initially an idea of uh, John Brooks, Beardy McBeardface, uh, he created a, a WhatsApp group, uh, added me into it, and the idea was it was going to be a place where uh, just local local clubs, local communities could could just chat about resourcing, uh, chat about best places to find sticker resellers, for instance, or T-shirt makers. That that was really the initial thinking of it. What it has grown to become is, is, is quite different now. It still does those things. It still very much is an initiative designed to help promote collaboration and cooperation between different clubs. And, and this is true in the United Kingdom and Ireland at the moment. Uh, it'd be great to get some clubs from other countries as well. We are an active community where we we all talk to each other we all help each other out and it, and it's a, it's a wonderful environment to be actually it's it's really nice but the the nexus has a two-pronged approach really the first and initial idea was was that very thing it was to help clubs collaborate and cooperate with each other what has also come out of that is, is having the website where all of the clubs are listed means that there is now a single central place that people can go to to find a club in their local area which has a, has the same ethos. Uh, it can be it can be a bit of a guessing game when you're trying to find a local community. You, you you're hunting for something but you you don't know what it is. You know that when you go to evgroups.co.uk that the clubs that you find there. Are you're going to be able to trust you're going to be welcomed no questions going to be out of bounds they're friendly they're they're well managed uh, if anyone is being rude or aggressive they will get removed from the group this is just the the common ethos which all of these clubs agree to share and 
it's it's been been a wonderful experience we've we've helped to to start up a whole load of clubs we we've brought a whole load of pre-existing clubs under our wing and it's a, just a really nice friendly community it's, it's, it's great fun thanks to neil for his time and input and thanks to you for listening bye bye